Hello, hello, and welcome. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Jacob Reads His Bible. Um, this episode's going to end up probably being uploaded a little bit later in the day. This might make it up late Monday, but it'll for sure be up by Tuesday. Um, but guys, my heart is just so full as I sit down to record this. I just got off um, from a bunch of just awesome situations that have just, I feel so, I don't know, just happy. I'm just happy as I sit down to record this episode. Yesterday, um, I was actually given, and yesterday, I mean the day before I sat down to record, um, I was, my mom actually found my old teen study Bible that I've had since, gosh, I was, since I first started going to church, and it's, it's just, it's raggedy, it's old, it's beat up, it's duct taped together. I mean, the, I have pages that are like ripped and tabs that are falling out. I mean, it's just, it's just a mess. Um, and so I thought it'd be kind of fun. One, I've been, I've been just going through it and seeing all the old notes I made, um, when I was first exploring and discovering faith, when I was first, um, when I was teaching a Sunday morning class at my church, um, to other teenagers, um, and I was just kind of leading that and talking about that. And, and so seeing my old notes from back when I used to highlight things and talk about certain passages has just been really cool. And then on top of that, I just got to, right before recording this podcast, I just got finished having dinner with my dad and just having a lot of really good in-depth catching up and life-giving conversation. And so I'm just in a place where I'm feeling feeling really, really good, um, <laughs> just in a completely honest I just feel real good right now. Um, but I thought I would read, um, actually from both translations today as I've got them with me. Um, I've got my new ESV fanciful leather bound Bible and my old, I believe it's NLT or NIV. Let me confirm that here real quick. NLT, definitely NLT. Um, it's teenage study Bible that I mean, quite frankly, both have been fantastic for me in different seasons, and actually having both to compare um, is going to do me a lot of good now. Um, the NLT puts things in a lot of very plain language. The ESV is a little bit more challenging in its wordiness, um, but I wanted to read Romans 8, um, Romans chapter 8, verse 5, strictly just verse 5. Um <clears throat> Because he expands on it further, but I just wanted to to kind of ruminate on this as I was paging through. This is the one verse that stood out to me to kind of spend some time talking about. And so reading from the ESV, um, it's at Romans 8, 5 says, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. Um, the NLT translation says, those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things, but those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. Um, and as I sit and I just reflect on that, um, I think about really how I apply it to my own life, to my own practices, to my own thought life, um, that I can I can really trace the way I think to my level of devotion to God and to the Holy Spirit. Um, <clears throat> so, for instance, if, as it says, those who are dominated by sinful nature think about sinful things, but those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. Um, and really, if my mind, if I allow my mind to dwell on things that are not glorifying to God, things that are not good um, for me to be 
um, taking part of, you know, if I, if I spend a lot of time dwelling on anger or bitterness, um, or if I spend a lot of time dwelling on other, you know, sinful thoughts, lust, pride, whatever they may be, um, in those moments, I am not giving myself fully to God and I'm not surrendering myself to the control of the Holy Spirit. Um, but when my, when my thought life is dominated by, um, good and pleasing things, you know, how I can be loving, generous, um, how I can be more caring for people or more giving or self-sacrificial, things like that, um, not to elevate myself, but simply to elevate God. Those are things that indicate, um, my devotion to the spirit and to the whole, what the Holy Spirit wants from me. And so I, I think about that all the time. And I don't think that, I don't think this constitutes fleeting thoughts because fleeting thoughts are going to be fleeting thoughts. You know, if, if we're ranking, um, I mean, if we're ranking a sin in the book, every time we have a fleeting thought that we push out of our mind and, and, you know, write over with something from scripture, I, I'm, I'm doomed. Uh, <laughs> but really what is, what are the predominant thoughts on my mind? What am I really focused on? Um, and so when I, when I sit at work and I dwell on, you know, if I sit at work and I dwell on how little I feel like working right now or how I'd much rather be doing something else, um, I fully believe in that moment I'm allowing myself to be dominated by my sinful, selfish nature, um, that I'm not really allowing myself to be uh, ruled by the Holy Spirit and governed by God and doing His will because if I was truly set on doing the will of God, well, the will of God for me in my workplace is to be devoted to doing the best possible job that I can do at my work. And so if I am allowing myself to be distracted from my work, to be unfocused, to, to let my work ethic slide, in that moment, I am allowing myself and my hedonistic tendencies to take over instead of letting the Spirit of God rule in me and then have God be glorified in the way that I work. You know, when I'm at home and there's just something that bothers me or there's someone that irritates me and I just spend all night ruminating on it and dwelling on it you know in those moments i have i have unintentionally become a slave to the selfish sinful nature of of myself and just wanting to somehow justify my own behavior or make myself feel better by just getting these emotions out and just spending all this time on them when it's really just not healthy for me whereas i could spend my time at home instead you know maybe take some time to process what i'm feeling talk about why i'm feeling it and then focus the remaining energy into into being more productive in my household or to to spending more time in the word to spending more time with my wife um to just in all these different things that if i devote my thoughts and my time my feelings to those uh it just is evidenced uh it's evidence that i am truly walking with and living under the rule of the spirit because who we are who we serve is is who we are devoted to <clears throat> I mean, let me think of a little bit of a better way to phrase that. We are we are willing servants to the things we are most devoted to. Um, so, and and I, what I mean by that is is that if we are truly most devoted to God and to the will of the Holy Spirit, we are doing everything we can to remain in tune with His will, in tune with what He has for our lives and we take joy in it it's not something we do out of obligation or that we feel you know is necessary but we do it because it becomes basically a need a longing a craving um, we want it more than anything else that we want to walk in the spirit we want to just walk with the spirit and have the spirit be with us and so we willingly devote ourselves to the service of that because we know ultimately 
That's what we need. Whereas if we freely devote ourselves to our sinful natures, if I glorify my pride, if I if I take the time to ruminate on my anger and on, on all these other things, I just, I'm freely devoting myself to my idols, to my false gods um, that don't deserve the glory, that don't deserve that time. And so I'm, I'm personally just thinking about, you know, the first thing I'm, I'm doing in the morning is I'm spending time in the word. Uh, the last thing I should be doing at night is, again, spending time in the word, spending that time with God, doing what I can throughout the day to just get that communion and that community with him so that I can always be in tune with the spirit. So that even when I have these fleeting thoughts, I can immediately turn them over to God and go, this is yours. I don't want it. Help me to think the things you, you know, use that glorify you. Help me to, to talk about the things that glorify you, because I know that's ultimately what you want most. Um, and I just liked reading this in, in two different translations tonight because the ESV kind of labels it as, you know, the, I would call it more fanciful. Um, it says, for those who live according to the flesh, set their minds on the things of the flesh, um, but those who are according to the spirit set their minds on things of the spirit. And then I just like the different phrasing the NLT brings to it. It's a, It almost grants me a different perspective here where it states, those who are dominated by the sinful nature. Like there's just such a difference in tone there where the ESV almost, almost comes across a little more passive of, well, those who live according to this method, whereas the NLT just lays it down hard and says, for those who are dominated by this sinful nature, it rules you. You don't, we, we, you know, you think you control it, but really it controls you. And then acknowledging that same state with the Holy Spirit, where you allow the Holy Spirit to control you, you allow the Holy Spirit to rule in your life, um, and it just, it's, it's not one of those, again, not one of these translations is better than the other, but it, it's just so nice to, to really be able to have the luxury to read multiple translations and to just have the same verse kind of have a new level of depth or take on a new perspective um, just by having a couple of different ways of reading it. Um, so those are my thoughts. That's kind of my reflection on this passage in, in Romans 8 and kind of how I should be managing my own thought life and my own devotion to these various things in my world. So thank you for tuning in. I always appreciate you listening. Um, have a great rest of your week. Thank you.